Yeah. All right. So on this podcast, we're going to be talking about what I like to call the housing crisis 2.0, which is, in my opinion, the exact opposite of the 08-09 crisis, which, as we know, was basically uh, an excess of supply and not enough buyers. Now we're in the exact opposite scenario where there are just too many buyers, too much money out there and not enough homes. And my personal prediction is that over the coming years and decades, uh, basically all the real estate ownership is going to be concentrated in the hands of the few and the wealthy. Okay. Uh, Dan, any thoughts on on that? Are we in agreement here? Do you see the same kind of trend? Or? Um, yes, I would say so. I, I, I would, I, I'm seeing the same kind of trend, not based off of what you found out that you brought up earlier. So okay. yeah. obviously, um, being in the U.S. market quite a bit and being you know fairly active and seeing what's going on, I'm getting a lot of news because of the the types of uh, you know memberships I'm involved in. That I get news that other people don't get and doesn't really hit the market. So I see like large groups, large funds, institutions. I, I kind of see what they're doing. Um, it's almost kind of like a like a, on a like in a. Cl- how can I explain this? It's almost like uh, seeing, like having a, and I, um, holy fuck. It's kind of like having uh, eyes behind like a closed door mm-hmm. of, mm-hmm. of what you actually see in terms of the news that I get. Yeah. yeah so yeah. it doesn't really hit mainstream. And what's, what's happening is, is I know you brought up, uh, what is it? BlackRock. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is it BlackRock or Blackstone? BlackRock. So I, I think there's a big conglomerate like for real estate called Blackstone too. Probably. Um, what I'm seeing is not necessarily them, but I'm seeing a lot of like a lot of funds buying real estate, mm-hmm. like a lot. And, and it's like every agent that I talk to over there, it's like it's unprecedented. And and uh, I'm seeing stuff that even when I first started in real estate over in the U.S. like a year ago, like th- this shit never would have moved. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. never. Now it's moving. Like just like what we see in Windsor here where, you know, how long did that one piece of shit lot on the corner of like cabana and like dominion sit for there was like an article in the paper it yeah, sat yeah. for like 10 years yeah, or yeah. something crazy like that nobody wanted it next thing you know someone pops up a million dollar house on it yeah, yeah. so <clears throat> i'm seeing like really create like e- even more so like creative style uh investing by these large funds where typically what they would do is they would go in and buy a very stable asset. Well, well, now what they're doing is they're buying like extremely unstable assets and like um, they want the value add stuff because they can't get the returns that they're normally uh, looking for. So they're getting a lot more creative. They're getting a lot more aggressive. And one of the things that I have seen like predominantly come up all the time is these large, large funds buying like massive portfolios of single family homes. Yes. And and yes. and not maybe not even uh portfolios, but they're they're buying everything even Zillow. Yeah. is buying like a shit ton yeah. like Zillow is actually coming under fire for buying so many single family yeah, they homes. They put it on pause. I just yeah, saw Yeah, yeah they put it on pause. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but they 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 ended up something about like they ended up coming on under fire because they were I don't know if there was like a conflict for what the services that they offer Probably and, and huge, also yeah. buying all the houses that they're buying. And yeah, they were offering yeah. 
They had like an algorithm to off just they yeah. just put in offers on homes yeah. based on whatever, right? Exactly. So I don't know. I don't. I didn't really get into like what was going on or or the con the yeah. context behind that. But um, I find that very odd when you know Blackstone is coming in buying a billion dollars or or having a target. That was a that was the uh, that was the article. They had a target of buying a billion dollar billion dollars worth of homes, single family yeah. homes within a I don't even know a, a specific amount of time. That's that's it's that's un- something. That, yeah, but that's here's the thing. Here's the thing. In my opinion, like why weren't they doing this before? Yeah. Why is it just now? It yeah. actually it's not surprising to me that they're doing it. It's surprising mm-hmm. to me too that they that they weren't doing it before. Mm-hmm. Now here's the thing: is well, that's a lot of firepower, right? Yeah. Like that's what what was the statistic we just talked about? 15% of mm-hmm. home sales in the US in the first quarter mm-hmm. were corporate buyers. Yeah. Okay? So, so let's define corporate buyers yeah. because yeah. a lot of people might get that a little bit confused. So I'm a corporate buyer. Yeah, exactly. So am I. Sorry, so yeah. I'm a corporate buyer. We're not Blackstone. No, but. no, exactly. So <clears throat> that, that means that any kind of uh, property sale is registered to a corporation. Yeah. Now we're not talking about now you also have to put this in context that the majority of corporate buyers or and investors, especially in the states, are buying corporately because it there's a lot of more a lot more tax advantages. We're not we're not referring to you know the the one or two investment properties that people would buy personally. I mean, mm-hmm. not to say that that's not a large amount, mm-hmm. but the fact of the matter is, fifteen percent of homes being bought corporately is a dramatic number. Uh, when you when you actually like provide the context that like that fifteen percent is like related to investors, yeah, like it's it's that's it's indicative an of big players. Yeah, you don't get to fifteen percent of all purchases <clears throat> yeah. without those institutions mm-hmm. and their firepower, right? Like, yeah, you know, you got a lot of investors out there buying individual properties, which I want to touch on as well. In the history of the world mm-hmm. and going forward, there has never been more real estate investors or want to be real estate investors ever in the history of the world. Do you know how many people call me every week uh, as an investor agent, agent just in Windsor? Do you have any, like like three or four people. I'm just, get, I'm, I'm just getting into real estate. I'm just watching these YouTube videos. I'm reading these books. I read Kiyosaki, whatever the case is. It's, an, it's, a, it's ingrained in the culture now that you got to own real estate. So I, my, our point here is that they're, everybody, all these investors are snapping up all the supply, mm-hmm. okay? We're mm-hmm. already short. Government's not slowing down on their immigration policy. Everything else that we talk about over and over again, not enough supplies, not enough yeah. material, not enough labor. This is why, in my opinion and yours, I think we're on the same page. Mm-hmm. Real estate will be concentrated in the hands of the few. And a lot of people think, well, that, how can that possibly be? Look at all the major cities across the world and tell me that this isn't already the case, mm-hmm. right? Almost every Eastern European city, major cities across the US, LA, New York, whatever, right? Name them. Um, all, the, all the rich people and generational wealth own most of the good real estate. Like mm-hmm. it's just the way it is, right? So it just hasn't really happened here, especially in a small city like Windsor and maybe most cities in Canada, but it probably has happened in Toronto, mm-hmm. right? Like how many individual people can no longer afford a home in the GTA? Well, here, here's a stat. I'll give you another stat. So number one, in Canada, the majority of larger scale real estate, now I don't exactly know what to define larger scale real estate, but some of the people that I have talked to about this stat refer to it anything like 50 or 15 to 20 units above. Can we read that? Probably 20 units above is, is like 80 to 90% owned by uh, funds and institutions. REITs. Yeah. Pension funds. That, and that's whatever, what we mean. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whereas in the US, 
80 to 90% are corporately and privately owned. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Whereas you have 10 to 20% owned by institutions, REITs, things like that. Mm-hmm. So it's actually one of the reasons why we're actually doing what we're doing in the States because that's why you can't get returns. Exactly. Here. That's why you, that's why you multi, can't because those, those institutions will come in, scoop stuff up for a two cap or three cap. Yeah. Because they need to deploy capital. And do you think they care no, if they the cash-on-cash cash return isn't no. 7%? No, they don't care. They don't care at all. Obviously, because yeah. all their, like at the end of the day, their their investors only care about the appreciation and that what they're going to get cashed out at in five years or whatever. So doesn't matter, yeah. So um, I don't know that uh, the U.S. is like that right now. But with that said, in Canada, where it's, 80 to 90% institutionally owned, how many large institutions could there possibly be in Canada? There's not that many. There's like Boardwalk and then you have like Timber Creek and like you have these REITs. You don't have a lot of like really, really large privately owned multi-billion dollar portfolios owned by one guy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like that's not like a common thing. So you have, yeah, you have these like massive institutional players in Canada that are the movers in the country that make it very difficult for people to uh, acquire. And it's getting more difficult. Especially in Canada. Yeah, in the yeah. States, I, I, I don't think that that's necessarily the case yet. It yeah. might be moving there. I only like that based, word, yet. Yeah, only yeah, based yeah. off of that stat. Mm-hmm. That the, and here's the thing too, like, you know, that's institutionally owned. You know, when we refer to, you know, corporately owned, um, I, I don't know what that, that stat is. And I don't know who, you know, is, is, is Blackstone considered? Like, I don't know exactly what corporately uh, owned funds, you know, what the percentage of their ownership of real estate in the U.S. is. I don't know. But I know, again, 10 to 20% is only owned by institutions, you know, typically the REITs and all that kind of stuff. And uh, the opposite yeah. is in Canada. Yeah, so we're seeing a shift here. We're seeing yeah. institutional money enter the market yeah. at a bigger pace. And we're also seeing not institutions, but small corporate investors. And even the people that don't, like I bought my first five rentals, not in a corporation, mm-hmm. they were in my personal name, right? So mm-hmm. it wouldn't even show up on the radar. Mm-hmm. So the supply is getting more and more limited. Mm-hmm. And I guess my point here is like, I don't know, if you agree with this assessment, you better start buying real estate now, right? Like you better start owning real estate now before it's too late, right? Like you can't go to New York right now in any um, high quality area or high demand area and buy anything if you're an investor and make money, right? Because they bought it 50 years ago, mm-hmm. right? And they snapped up all the supply. And we just, for some reason, I think in Windsor and these uh, smaller Canadian cities, people don't think that's possible. But in my opinion, it's inevitable because this train won't stop. Investors have money. They have a ton of money right now. They have a ton of equity. They have firepower. The institutions have nonstop firepower. They're getting um, contributions monthly from all the pension contributors, right? Like the, they, they have mm-hmm. money constantly. They have to deploy these funds like BlackRock. Uh, they have investors money nonstop. They got to deploy it. Not like it's, mm-hmm. this game is getting bigger and real estate isn't going to be able to keep up with the demand because it's too slow to build. Yeah. Especially in a p- political environment like Canada, which we criticize all the time because it's a freaking nightmare. Um, even like I was just reading, you know, they're doing the, uh, the board rock thing or whatever on the river. They're talking about that pavilion or that fucking the train, train thing. Oh so I saw something and they came out and they announced, oh yeah, we're doing this train thing. The next day I saw city putting train thing on hold because there's debates. Like the next day I'm like, oh, this is going to get like, you know what I mean? Now they're debating it again, yeah. right? For the 10th yeah. time. It's been like yeah. two years in the works. Yeah, yeah. So you can't get anything done here. Yeah. Too, the government's too big. 
Mm-hmm. It's too, there's too many voices. There's too many people. They gotta, it's a socialist yeah. environment. We got to get everybody's opinion on everything. Mm-hmm. Instead of somebody coming in, making a clear cut decision that's for the majority's interest, like one businessman coming in and saying, this is what we're going to do. Um, just kind of how you, how you uh, when you got on the board of, of the condos there, you came in and started making business decisions, right? You had mm-hmm. a lot of voices, people saying, oh, we should do this, chandeliers here, we should make mm-hmm. this. And you're like, no, 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 we need a business decision here. Mm-hmm. This is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And you helped clean up the condo mm-hmm. board. You need those types of people um, with a capitalist mindset to yeah. just come in and make decisions. You try, you start to get a thousand voices, you can't get anything done. Yeah. So how is this it's great? Problem? It's great in theory to have everybody's opinion, but it just doesn't in, work. In, in, in practice, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Yeah. It never has, and it never will, because yeah. you'll never get a hundred percent consensus on anything. Yeah. Right. Exactly. It's yeah. just not going to happen. No. So in, in my sometimes a, a decision is better than. Non, no decision. Yes. Or a, a what's, dis- that, what's that saying? Oh, yeah. What uh, is it? So, Jesse, I know you know. A decision is... Indecision will cost yeah, you more than decision. Exactly, yeah. Always. Exactly, Over yeah. a long period of time, yeah. you're indecisive. I know people that have been indecisive about this market yeah. for a decade. And, and, that, and that's, that's exactly what our government is. Yes. The reason why we have such a big government is because we need multiple people to make one decision yes, because yes, yes. nobody wants to nobody wants to take ownership of that one decision yeah. New because department you, for everything yeah if you yeah. do you're fucked yeah right because the public will come down on you and then you got to try to please everybody yeah. i'll give you and, i'll give you an example i'm gonna you know that you know that building uh that i have on pleasure yeah, yeah, you know, yeah that i still haven't gotten approval for unreal man dude so i've owned this building since february and it turns out that i didn't have to do any kind of environmental on it but I originally was told that I needed environmental, so I did environmental. Jesus. Then I did the environment. And this was like after like six months of arguing with like people. And everybody was like, nope, you got to talk to the provincial government. And the provincial government was telling us, well, you know, you have to talk to the, the, the municipal government. Then the municipal government was like, no, you got to talk to like Urca. And then Urca was like, no, it's not us. It's, got, it's these guys. And then, and then these guys were like, no, it's not us. It's, it's those guys. It was r- yeah. ridiculous. He's not joking about this. I'm not this even joking. This is really like, how it is. I actually have like multiple yeah. email chains of like going back and forth where like literally no one want, you, you can actually see it. You can tell no one wanted to take the yeah. onus yeah. Of, of like making a decision. You can so totally true. fucking see it. You yeah. can totally and, and, and see to it. And to be clear, like this is, a, it's a decent project, right? Yeah. But it's not like you're building the Taj Mahal. No. It's not like a major, major infrastructure project. No. Like, you know, it's a yeah, it's kind ridiculous. of an average size project. Yeah, I'm, right? I'm adding residential units, which is like apparently- Which they want so bad. Which they want yeah. downtown. It's in the core yeah, as well. It's, it's in the downtown core. I'm trying to add residential units in the 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 very spot that they're like literally- so horny people. for downtown <laughs> and and they're like it's been like eight it's been since february 20 of this year 2021 yeah, yeah. it's been ridiculous and uh you can see it in the email chains that like literally nobody wants to make a decision yeah, so yeah. finally we get a, we get somebody that's like that can that can actually provide a little bit of uh you know decision making power here turns out i never needed a phase one which i already did and i don't need a phase two all they de- ended up coming up and saying was the only time you actually need a phase one for this particular project if, is if the if the bank requires it from you, what happens? I talk to the bank. They're like, no, we don't need no fucking phase one. Unreal, unreal. And, 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 some, and so, so I spent literally twelve thousand fucking dollars for say, zero those reason. Those aren't no, cheap. it was twelve thousand yeah, dollars. Yeah. And then, so you know what happens? So then, so then I do the phase one. The phase one came back because there, there was a fucking laundromat. God knows where it was like a couple blocks over, and because the laundromat was kind of like uh, running 
um, the water supply for the laundromat was kind of like, or the, or the sewer system or whatever. I don't even know what it was. I don't remember, but it kind of like coincided with where my building was in placement. But we're talking about like this fucking laundromat was like 50 years ago. Okay. So you know what they want? You know what they wanted? They wanted a phase two. You know how much phase two is? How much? Like 30 to 40 grand. Are you kidding? Yeah. That's what they quoted. So can you imagine if I would have done a phase two and I never would have needed any of them? And you know what the city's, you know what the city's argument for that was like saying that that's what I needed. Well, it's not a big deal because we offer 50% grant for it. Oh, like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Not a big deal. You're kidding me, right? Like, okay, no problem. Okay. Well then you give me the fucking 25, 30 (laughs) grand then you idiot. Yeah. So at the end of the day, this is an exact uh, example of when you have too many people, uh, and no one's making a decision because everybody's just passing the buck on because nobody wants to take the, the responsibility of making the decision. Mm-hmm. This is the the problem with big government. Yes. I've been fucking eight, like, fuck, what is it now? Almost 10 months in the making of this project? Yeah. yeah. It's a joke. What it's a fucking a, joke. It's an absolute nightmare. Absolute so, fucking so joke. So for anybody listening to this, how do you see this crisis 2.0, like we're calling it, which is not enough supply for the increasing demand? How do you see this getting cleared up? How? How is it possible? Right? Like I said, that's why our theory is that it's going to continually get concentrated in the hands of the wealthy. We're just going to keep buying it all. We're just going to keep buying, put our, mm-hmm. putting our money to work and, and owning all, you know, the majority yeah. of real estate in the country. Now, I think the same thing is going to happen in the U.S. They're just 10 years behind, but they mm-hmm. now have a socialist government. Mm-hmm. Right? And I don't, you know, I think they're going to be in power for a long time. Mm-hmm. And their government's going to grow bigger. There's going to be more regulation, more red yeah. tape, more bureaucracy, more levels of government, more levels of ir- you know, they're very pro-environmental, mm-hmm. very more environmental studies. All the same things that we're talking about here are going to happen over there. They're just 10 years behind us, in my opinion. Yeah. And that's also an opportunity for us to come in at the early stages of socialism mm-hmm. um, and buy real estate over there. Yeah, because we understand it. Yeah, because we we've seen it. Happening we've yet. seen it play out here. Um, you know, America is the most capitalist country in the history of the world. Mm-hmm. So, you know, those ideas are going to take a longer time to topple, mm-hmm. but they will probably topple over mm-hmm. time. Canada has been... It seems that way, that's yeah. for sure. I hope it doesn't, but it seems that way. Yeah, Canada's always kind of been a socialist-capitalist mix, mm-hmm. but now we're swinging way on the socialist side. Yeah. Big government is getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. There's no balance anymore. It's just getting uh, out of control, big government. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, pandering to the middle class, telling them one thing, but doing another. Yeah. Uh, and and let, let's, let's be honest, like when you have this kind of government, like, it's 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 wild to me how you'll go on Facebook and you'll see comments and that people you know write on these fucking posts it's like crazy. they have no fucking clue what they're talking about. None. Like, don't you think? Like, you know the expenses that I've incurred owning that fucking property downtown that yeah, I haven't yeah. been able to do fuck all with for the better part of a year. Well, who do you think that's going to go to? It has to. It's going to get passed on to the tenants. It has to. It's going to get passed on to tenants. It's going to get passed on to the home buyers. Like all that shit. All this to. red tape, prolonged shit. That all get that, that all could not be like the shit will get approved. Yeah. Like yeah. I know it's going to get approved. It's it's going to get approved. I'm going to build those fucking units. Yeah. Just give me the fucking green light. Yeah. Like, give me the green long. light yeah. so that I don't incur so many fucking bullshit costs yeah. anymore. Okay. And uh, like, I could just build these units affordably for people. But yeah. you know what? Now you can't, you can't. It's so fucking expensive. I can't do it anymore. You can't build affordable housing. You can't. It is a misnomer. It is yeah. an oxymoron. And the government is selling you snake oil when they say mm-hmm. affordable housing. It's impossible. Yeah. This is why. 100%. This is why. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so like, I, I think it's hilarious when I see these comments and they're like, oh, fuck, your agents yeah. are fucking greedy. 
a home buyer or, or uh, uh, everybody, everybody coming from, oh my God, Miss everybody Price coming one. from Toronto is buying up everything and fucking doing flips. Like you stupid fuck. <laughs> like, w- w- like, yeah, they're the ones moving the market. Yeah, like yeah, really? Yeah. So, so it's a, it's a combination of everything. And, uh, um, I, gu- I, I don't understand how people can be so like blinded to what's it's going on. Literally. Like, fight, like you, you want, you want to, you want to pick sides. You, talk you to your need, MP. Yeah, you need to talk to the government. Like the government is fucking you. It's not any everybody else. Yes, it's yes, the yes. government is is fucking you right in your yes. ass. It's like uh, you know, I was arguing with somebody very close to me a couple years ago when they introduced the carbon tax <clears throat> and they shut down the Canadians' oil pipelines and all that stuff. And my debate was, watch what's going to happen. Like, like yeah, this pro environmental stuff is uh, it's great on paper. Yeah, but so, for example, like the carbon tax, right? Yeah. The Canadian tax. If you produce a certain amount of carbon, you get tax X amount. So all the oil producers are now getting taxed that they have to pay to the government. What do you think they're going to do with their increased costs? Has nobody noticed that gas is a hundred a dollar fifty a liter right now? Like it, you know what it was? Like what was it like? Before even like like I don't know a couple months ago yeah before yeah. it was introduced oh, yeah. it was it's, a buck it's twenty five percent higher thirty yeah. percent higher in a in a couple months I, and but but yeah. that only affects the rich Scott yes you know uh, what I mean yeah oh tax the rich tax, yeah, the rich. tax the rich when you tax the rich when you tax the people that are moving the economy they can't run their business at a negative profit no. y- y- losing money they go out of business they yeah. have to pass that cost on yeah. it's the same with the landlord or any other business you yeah. can't run a, a business losing money yeah. But the, his debate was, I remember saying like, you know, increased taxes are coming. Like they're going to tax you. They're going to hurt the middle class with all these policies, whatever. He said, well, increased taxes aren't part of their platform, right? Yeah. The liberal government. Yeah. I said, they do it subversively. Yeah. They do it with increased regulation, the carbon tax. They do it with this, that, whatever. Like you don't need, and the middle class doesn't know they're being taxed. Yeah. And they don't understand why they can't get ahead. It's because of those policies and and their subverses, right? Like if you tax the landlord, right? The new what are they talking about now? Six hundred dollar fee per rental property in Windsor. Yeah, yeah. Um, like for, to license it, like for, per it. it's like per year, per year, isn't it? Yeah, like that's fuck a, me, that's, that's a that's, decent percentage. That, that would that's going to cost me. I don't even know. Like, what would that cost me? Like, like one hundred fifty to one hundred grand. Yeah, yeah, yeah like one hundred fifty, two hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, like. Oh, I'm not paying for that. Like, I'm going to get that money back. You have to. Like, people don't understand. Like, people are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We need that. But you want to, we need that, but we want affordable housing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That doesn't, like, you can't have both. Yeah. Like, it's not going to happen. Like, it's not going to be both. Yes. And and they don't understand it. Yeah. They don't understand. They just think, oh, yeah, tax those people. Yeah, put licenses on them. They they think this is going to be better for the market. They think this is going to be better for, like, they think this is going to be better for everyone. Like motherfucker, if you don't want to live in that kind of house, fucking leave. Like we don't, we don't have like a situation where, um, you know, our 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 government. Like one of the advantages of going to the U.S. and doing what we're doing in the U.S. is like if you don't fucking pay in thirty days, you're out. Yeah, yeah. done. Okay, over here, and I like that. Yeah. Okay, if like Dave uh, or whoever, like there was a scenario. Like I've had multiple scenarios where people came to me and was like. You know, my landlord isn't doing this. My landlord's not doing that. And then the landlord can threaten whatever they want. But at the end of the day, if, if your living conditions are not like where they need to be, you fucking leave. Yeah. yeah. There's no like recourse. Mm-hmm. There's there's no problem. Yeah. Like you could just leave. Yeah. So pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's no there's no reason for that to exist here in Canada. Yeah. There's yeah. no there's no reason for having certain regulations because there's all there's so many regulations already in place. 
that protect you. Yeah. Like, you know, fire code, this, that, this, that. Like, you can't see that this is a money grab. Yeah, yeah. Like, you can't see this. Like, pe- people are so blind. Like, it's crazy. It's yeah. hilarious, man. It's almost fucking hilarious. Yeah. In that particular situation with the licenses, it's just another form yeah. of a hidden tax that will eventually get, you know, passed on to the poor and middle class. Yeah. End of story. Like, I think it's hilarious. Like, how many fucking people, like, what do you think they're going to do? You think they're going to hire, like, fucking 10,000 agents to yeah. go around to fucking rental properties? Yeah. No, it's going to be one st- one fucking motherfucker in Windsor. Yeah. Or two. Yeah. That, that's going to, like, maybe pick up on, I don't know, like, one or two. Like, and, and then you know how slow he's going to be. Yeah, it's going to be a joke. It's, it's yeah. going to be a joke. Yeah. It's going to be like a fucking other- joke. There's going to be five people in an office that, what, yeah. what how, how, how many, like, I can't even imagine how many rentals there are in Windsor. Yeah. Like, let alone fucking Toronto. Like, like how how do you even think this is a good idea? How, this is how do you think you're going to police it? Yeah, yeah this is a, no a hilarious. Yeah, and this is like the uh, the the point here is that these uh, you know a free market economy in general is better for everybody, including the poor and middle yeah. class. You have more options. Again, a lot of these policies, right? When when you make it so hard for me to get rid of a tenant in Ontario, I have to be very careful with who I'm going to mm-hmm. rent to. I can't rent to anybody with bad credit. Yeah, I yeah. can't. And luckily, we're in a situation right now where there's so much demand for rentals and so little supply mm. that I can be very choosy. Yeah. Now the ball, now the tables have turned, right? Mm-hmm. So that person that's a little bit down on their luck, sorry, buddy, you're luck. And these policies, again, end up hurting the lower-end people, mm-hmm. but those lower-end people love it. Mm-hmm. They love and vote for these policies because they don't understand the actual recourse of it. They don't see the big picture. And I love that quote, uh, in capitalism, bread lines up for you. In socialism, you line up for bread, mm-hmm. right? In capitalism, if I could, if you could just build housing a lot more freely, yeah. there'd just be more options and be more affordable for everybody. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. A lot more people would get a lot richer, mm-hmm. more easily and more quickly. Mm-hmm. Yet everybody hates- uh. I, I I agree well, with that, but you 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 the wealth would be spread a lot more too, spread more, yes. which is also a, a yeah. big advantage. But there'd for be people. more rich people, yeah, right? It'd be yeah. easier, to and there'd get be ahead. more opportunity. Yes. Like more people would, it would grow the economy. Yeah, it would there'd grow be the more options. There'd be more high end options for all the people to choose yeah. from: low, middle class, high class, That's why upper class, whatever. States like Florida, yeah. like a lot of these other states, even like any state in the U.S. besides probably fucking New Jersey, New York, and California they're not hurting. Yeah. Like they came out of this. No, without, without an issue. Yeah. Like if you actually know it, like w- one of the things that Florida did, I don't know if you, if anybody uh, picked up on this, but when they were, when all this, uh, you know, shit was going on um, in the economy where people were shutting everything down and the federal government was pumping money into certain States, you know how much Florida got mm. uh, fucking zero and Florida ended up having to pay the federal government. Interesting. There's a reason. I don't remember the specifics. Don't fucking come at me with them. But at the end of the day, something like that happened because why? Florida's a capitalistic type of yeah. state. They kept the they kept the they kept the, the fucking money train money, going. Right? Yeah, yeah. But the 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 one thing politicians love to do is they come out and on paper attack rich people and yeah. entrepreneurs. They love it on paper, yeah. right? And that you know. You're seeing people wear dresses, tax the rich to uh, events oh and stuff like that. Oh my god! I, I just keep telling people it doesn't work. No, it, it it hurts everybody. It hurts it hurts the middle class, poor, and the entrepreneurial type person that wants to get ahead. It hurts us all equally. Mm-hmm. But the middle class and poor love it. Mm-hmm. They vote for it. Yet yeah. they're getting burned by it. And yeah. what we're seeing right now is massive burning. Like you're getting burned so badly. Your buying power is dissipating so quickly. Your options are running out so fast. Like and they don't realize it. They continue to say, "Yeah, yeah, tax the rich." Oh, the rich people are the problem. The rich people are the problem. The rich people. No, it's not. Yeah, it's taxing the rich that's the problem because now I can't do anything. I can't build. I can't go out and build 
uh, 20 new subdivisions of affordable housing. You literally can't yeah. build affordable it housing. It fucking five years. You, no, but even if you did it, yeah. it would take five years and it would be expensive. Yeah. So you can't do it affordably. Yeah. Yet people keep wondering why prices are rising. Like it's because of these stupid policies, right? Yeah. So yeah. anyways, I don't know how we got on onto uh, all this. Well, but, well, it's because because yeah. this is all of this combined is yeah. producing the 2.0 housing crisis. Yeah. And what's happened What's happened in the GTA, right? GTA is unaffordable for the average Canadian, 100%. Mm-hmm. Fucking, I wouldn't even, the, I, I, would, I would even say like you over and above the average yeah. Canadian. Yeah, like upper middle class. Yeah. It's out of reach in anybody. In the yeah, you class, have to be, very, you have to be well off. You have you to wanna, be well off. If you like, want to own yeah, in, yeah. in, in, like, like think about it. Like if you want to actually like own some dirt with where you live, it's, it's unattainable. Yeah. You can't be like middle if class. You, yes, if you're starting out entering the market, if you already own something, you know you got equity and stuff, you're okay. But the people that want to enter the market, which is a lot of people, mm-hmm. you're screwed. Yeah. And what's happened in the GTA, and not just the GTA, but all major cities around the mm-hmm. world historically, is now happening everywhere. Mm-hmm. Okay. In Canada, we're way ahead of the game. In the U.S., it's probably going to happen as well. In almost any major city in the U.S. and Canada, mm. all. The wealthy people will own all the real estate. Yeah. That's my prediction. Housing crisis 2.0. Well, what did you see about Blackstone or uh, BlackRock? What did, what, did, what, did, what did you see the other day, whether it's true or not, whatever the fuck? What did you what, what did you watch or what did you read or whatever? Oh, so like um, they there's there's a handful of institutional investors, BlackRock, Vanguard, and and Berkshire Hathaway mm-hmm. that basically own the majority shares of almost every major corporation in the United States of America. These companies are all publicly traded. Google, Facebook, uh, Amazon, um, Procter & Gamble, Coca-Cola, PepsiCo. The majority shareholders of almost all those corporations, all the media companies, Disney, whatever, Vanguard, BlackRock, Berkshire Hathaway. crazy. Every every one of them. So people keep saying, well, this is a conspiracy. This is crazy. That's that's crazy, whatever. No, no. Like the wealthy people already own all of America. Now they're starting to own all the real estate. So all of so all of the now one thing I did notice when I was over in Florida and we were uh, you know qualifying the, these properties, I, I, I saw a lot of stuff uh, getting listed with Berkshire. Yeah, now, so, which I, I didn't know that they actually had a uh, a fund or not a fund, mm-hmm. but I didn't know that they had a real estate company and I didn't know that they actually held real estate, which they actually do. Yeah, see, I, did I didn't not know, know that. that. I thought that yeah. they were. I thought they were like a uh, like an equities trader mm-hmm. predominantly so or I. equity so fund I. or whatever. I didn't know that they were. Uh, like a property. I didn't know that they owned property, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Yeah. So I obviously think, uh, they're getting into that. Yeah, Warren Buffett had a quote. It was a couple of years ago, but it was like, if I could buy, if management wasn't an issue, I would go buy a million single family homes in the management? US. Management? Like his like, management? Like, you know, managing oh, it. Management. Whatever. Like, okay, as okay, an investor, okay. he's, he's, you know, the ultimate yeah, yeah, investor, yeah, 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 yeah. whatever, right? Yeah. He, you know, he buys companies and whatever. Yeah. He's like the best investment would be single family homes in the United States. And he, you know, he obviously sees something and whether or not they're actually, I haven't followed up whether or not they're, you know, purchasing yeah. in, in large quantities, but it's, it's funny because I, I tried remember that, that 48 unit, uh, portfolio of single family homes, like all along yeah, yeah, the yeah. coast from like spanning from like, uh, I don't even know, like Palm beach all the way down to Miami. Remember mm-hmm. that? Yep, I yep. fucking wanted that so bad. It was just, it was unattainable. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. I wanted that so bad. Yeah. I mean, it was managed already, right? They had yeah. Managed it, was managed, it was managed. It was, it was the price tag was huge. Yeah. Yeah. So Cap rate wasn't super high, whatever. No, it, it, you know, it, it, it was a good enough cap rate, but oh man, like to own that, like you're talking like, like that'll, that'll double and that'll double in, in probably fucking two, three years. Yeah, I think honestly, I keep telling people like single family homes right now below the replacement cost, which mm. is 
pretty high. The replacement mm-hmm. cost is very high right now. Are the maybe the best investment in the world mm. because you can't replace that again. Nobody's mm. building single family homes anymore unless they're a million plus. That's even in Windsor, mm-hmm. by the way. Mm-hmm. Let alone expensive cities. You yeah. can't build a single family home basically less than a million. Mm-hmm. You know, unless you're on the outskirts, and mm-hmm. then that's going to dry up real quick. That's gonna, mm-hmm. a year or two away. Yeah. Even Amherstburg, Essex, whatever, it won't yeah. happen. So I just I don't like them investment. for investment to be honest with you. But that's neither here nor there. But well. You might not like it relative to other opportunities, yeah. but the beginner investor yeah. uh, relative to stocks or any other option, it's, yeah, yeah. You know, it's a killer yeah. uh, investment option. Yeah, there's, there's no yeah, economies of scale. You can't scale. Like, I, I get it. Like, in, a, in an individual investor, yeah. it's, it's, it's good and everything. And I, you know, I, don't get me wrong. I made a lot of money doing it myself. But if you, if you truly want to scale your portfolio and be a part of something big, it's not the route. No, it's good. And, and it's, yeah. it might be the route. Like, I say that. When like Blackstone or whatever that fucking group is, is buying or has a target to buy a, a, a billion dollars worth of single family homes, but they do, ha- they also have the resources to make that happen. Yeah. yeah. You know what I and mean? And think about that too. A billion dollars, you only need 20% down typically for a single family yeah. home. Let's call it maybe even 30 for a corporation, mm-hmm, whatever. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of buying power. That's basically yeah. what, what's that? Times it by three or four, yeah. right? That's yeah. basically three or $4 billion of buying power. Yeah. How many homes could that buy you? Especially in like some smaller, mm-hmm. less expensive cities, which are, mm-hmm. they're probably targeting. Mm-hmm. Man, that's uh, this trend is not going to stop. Yeah. Well, at what point do you think people will start stop buying real estate as an investment? It's always been the best investment class in the history yeah. of the world. Mm-hmm. Nobody's. It's not going to stop. Yeah. There's nowhere else to put your money. Yeah. Yeah. So housing crisis 2.0. You're either in now, or you're on the on the sidelines forever because mm-hmm. once it gets past that tipping point. Which it already has in most major cities around the world. You're you're out of the game forever, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> <laughs> it just ended with that. <laughs>